What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Nine podcast. This is episode 87. I am your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Andy Nesbitt. What's up? Yeah. I've, what's up? What a great day for golf today. I mean, I have been glued to Twitter all morning. Have you been glued to Twitter all morning? Yeah, I've been I've been tracking a private plane. I don't oh, know. It's the best plane <laughs> tracking Twitter is the best Twitter out there. When when was uh when was it when we were tracking his his boat? What comeback was that? Oh man, As was that phone when he fucking was, goes off? When he was going up to uh, where would he go up to the PGA up in New York or the uh, the one up in um, wouldn't have we been were, we were Kiowa. tracking his boat for something? Was it like headed to the Bahamas? Was going down to Florida? Was it going to play the father son? Oh, I don't know. I I thought it was a couple of years ago. We were no, tracking. The, we were tracking the boat. Anyway, yeah. So for anybody listening, not on Twitter, I assume everybody listening is on social media. Yeah, uh, Tiger took his private jet to a one Augusta Regional Airport, and he's playing Augusta National today under. Um, I don't want to say under tournament conditions, but he's getting there. He's doing his pre warm up, warm up like gym and stuff. Then he's going to the range. Then he's playing. He's holing out everything. He's hitting 18 cups. And then this is he, all true. Yeah. And then he's warming down. Cooling down is what I was looking for. Cooling down after. And then he's going to assess his body after and then tomorrow to see how it feels. Um, I guess he's been building up at Metalist, which is his home course down in Florida. In I believe that's in Jupiter, right? And yeah. that's what he's been up to. Somebody <sighs> posted like a behind the scenes video of him teeing off at Metalist from like yes. 100, 100 yards away. And everybody's like, oh my God, he looks so good, which he did. Uh, but it was one swing. So who knows how he did it. But LaCava was there with him, which... I don't know why he would have a caddy during a casual round at the medalist. So he's gearing up for something. And then he takes a trip to Augusta today. So very exciting stuff. And it, it occurred to me today that we've been on this kind of train since the PNC mm -hmm. was a little bit tongue, tongue in cheek, maybe a little bit. Uh, yourself, bud. Yeah. Okay. But now it's like real. Yes. Like this could I'm legitimately a, a year after the man almost died a year after the man almost lost his leg. He could just be playing at Augusta national at the masters next week. I wrote that nice. this morning in my for the win uh, column newsletter morning win subscribe to it. If you're out there for the win.com um, about how amazingly awesome it will be. If Tiger Woods plays in the 2022 masters, like when he, if he plays and he puts that T into the ground on the first T It'll be one of the most special moments in golf history. I think it automatically becomes a top five moment in golf history. And that already is joining his hand raise photo from the 2019 masters. Yeah. I, it's incredible what this guy's like after everything he's been through after all, like the mistakes and recoveries and comebacks and all that kind of stuff, his aura just grows. Mm -hmm. it, there, I think there's more interest in Tiger now than there was 10 years ago. And I'm not saying he didn't have interest 10 years ago. I'm saying that's how absurd it is currently getting. Yeah. Now it's a totally different time where like where everyone's on social media and like Correct. I woke up this morning and a friend of mine was like, sent me the tweet of the picture of his plane. Like, look, he's above Jacksonville where you live. I'm like, oh my God, Tiger Woods is up in the sky. Where does he go? <laughs> is it Tiger Woods is playing? Like everyone's all in on this today. And like, all right, here we go. We're gonna, we could very well have Tiger Woods playing in the masters. And I think it's, 
you know, it's a huge day for him today to see if he can walk that golf course. You watch that golf course on TV, you know, there's undulations. It's insanely hard walk out there. Like it's an exhausting golf course ups and downs. You can't really see all that well on TV. And, you know, obviously he suffered very serious leg injuries and he's been building back up. But I feel like if he's been in the gym all this time, like he knows his body pretty damn well. And I feel like if he, he plays decently today and feels okay, like he's just going to be like, yeah, I'm in, I'm playing. Yeah. And the thing with Tiger is he's so determined to be obviously the greatest player of all time. I, he's only doing this because he thinks he has a chance of winning next week. Yeah. He doesn't want to go there and shoot. He's not. Yeah. He's not showing up just to play on Thursday and Friday and say, thank you so much for having me. I'll see you in a couple months at the open or whatever, where it's no Ian Woosnam. There's no, he's not showing up for no No. reason. And like, granted, will he win? Maybe I have no idea, but it is incredible what he's doing. And it, slightly doesn't really make any sense how someone's body can recover. I don't know if another person in the world is doing what he's doing right now. No. And it's also like, it's also selfish. Like I feel selfish about it. Cause like we, we're not going to get many Tiger Woods moments on golf courses moving forward. Correct. Most likely. So like if any time we can get a chance, like we geeked out over him playing with his son, you know, in a father son event in December, like the level of geekdom, that I will feel on Thursday of the Masters with Tiger Woods playing it in again. Like you think back to that day where he just looked at his car and you know, it was on the side of the road, tipped over, and you're like, is this guy even gonna like live? You know, and like for a while, like you know, we had just lost Kobe, we were losing people all over the place. And you're like, here's another one. Tiger, we're gonna lose fucking Tiger Woods, the greatest golfer of all time, who's given us all these awesome memories. And now, like, fast forward to today, and he's flying up to Augusta, the drama of it all, and just like how cool for him to just be able to like even try to attempt this. Yeah. It's on. I, I still, my head, I can't wrap my head around it. Really. What's happening. No, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a thing. Now this is actually thing. happening. Everyone was like, Oh, maybe he'll come back and play the masters. No, like he's trying to come back and play the master. <laughs> I'm it's, surprised he's not flying over to LA to go up those steps at uh, Riviera just, that I've been talking about at the Genesis on the steps that walking up 40 steps at a time. And um, in a less bigger deal, uh, Rory was at Augusta yesterday. If you guys don't follow, uh, what is that Twitter account? What's the Twitter account that does all the pictures, Andy, that we follow? Oh, yeah. Eureka? Eureka Earth. Eureka Earth. If you don't follow Eureka Earth, I wrote a, um, a little tiger thing uh, two or three weeks ago. Or maybe that was just an Augusta thing. But their pictures are all up in that thing. Uh, best twitter follow or top like 10 twitter follow probably because they just post pictures of augusta national year round like who doesn't want to see that mm-hmm. uh rory was there for a practice round yesterday i guess which was nice to see uh i think it would be a complete miss on the masses part if tiger plays and they don't make that group like tiger jt and rory man i mean that jt and rory always get that tiger draw like at the genesis oh, and other places yeah, they played together i think at like the pga a couple years ago too the one that brooks kepka won over tiger i think the first two rounds or a tiger JT and Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a miss if they didn't do that. Cause that what if they just had tiger go out as a twosome and left that third spot empty for Phil Mickelson? Yeah. Right. Supposed <laughs> to be Phil, but he didn't show. <laughs> He's not allowed here. So tiger gets in a twosome. Oh God. Imagine telling somebody three months ago that tiger was going to play in the masters and Phil wasn't crazy. It's insane. Yeah, especially like, yeah, after last year's PGA, after he won it, and you said, I bet you next year, Phil won't play in the, in the Masters and Tiger will. Correct. Um, would, would you want to be in that group of Tiger on that Thursday? 
If you're a, if you're a serious contender like JT and Rory, would you rather be outside of that madness? No. Really? I don't think so. I I would if I wasn't like a big name guy or like his friend. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if I'm like yeah, that's right. They're they're buddies with him, but still, like, like I don't want to. I don't want to keep picking on. Whenever I pick on somebody, it feels like Brian Harmon. But like, if I'm Brian Harmon and they pair me with Tiger Woods on Thursday morning, mm-hmm. that's a nightmare situation. But if I'm J, if I'm JT or Rory, like they're all really good. But players. but the only thing I, the only thing I mean about this is like when Tiger was in his prime, if you played with him in his group, you were usually like one or two shots below that where you were normally were, just because there's so much movement. There's so Correct. much. Wow, there's so much. And so you come into the first major of the year, the Masters, where like every shot matters tenfold, and you have to deal with a huge ass circus of, you know, everyone on the golf course is going to be following Tiger Woods. That would be an absolute. Here's a question. If you were at Augusta National, if you had tickets this year and Tiger Woods shows up, are you trying to follow that group on Thursday? Yeah. Are you going to try? You're not going to see any of it, but just to be involved in like the screams and the I, cheer. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think it would get, it would like not. You're not going to see a thing. I, I follow him in a practice thing. round there a couple of years ago. And like, I, I had to bail after two holes because you just couldn't, there's just so many people in a practice round on a Tuesday. Yeah. I watched him for the first time at the Arnold Palmer. This was probably three or four years ago. Uh, the year that Rory won, but Tiger was like kind of in it down the back nine. Yeah, uh, I followed his first couple holes, and like you, I was done by three. I like this is not even fun. Like it's cool to see Tiger, but I want to like watch golf, not watch the back of people's heads the whole time. Yeah, and if you're at the Masters on Thursday, like you want to experience the Masters, but exactly, I would experience the Tiger. It'd be hard just to follow. I mean, it's going to be crazy if he plays in it. Yeah, I don't understand. You couldn't even get a good view. No, but, but if I had Thursday be- tickets, you know how, how quickly I'd be selling those things online for like $30,000. Oh my God. Yeah. Just Thursday. Like if you had the week pass, those Thursday tickets are going up for sale ASAP. Even if I only had Thursday tickets, I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm not going to the masters this year. Here's $30,000. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You could sell them for a lot of money. For that a lot day. of money. A lot of money. Uh, yeah, but that's ridiculous. So Augusta is obviously next week. Our show next week might be like three hours. Yeah. But I don't care, to be completely honest with you. Where'd you get all that Tiger information about um, what he's doing today? Um, I think it was... Uh, who's Golf Channel's main guy there? Oh, yeah. Todd Lewis or... Um, um, the guy whose name starts with the R. Uh, Charlie... Listen, Charlie was, uh, Charlie's also there. He's just casually hitting balls at the range. Could you imagine being Charlie fucking Woods and you just can hit balls <laughs> at the range at Augusta whenever you want? Um, Justin Thomas is also there. All right. Is alongside Tiger at Augusta National. Oh, God, I'm so excited about everything. Yeah, this is insane. I'm so excited. This is oh, crazy. Uh, yeah, whoever he's the guy that does, he's always at the range on like from when you watch. Todd Lewis. Live, live, yeah, 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 yeah. Todd Lewis, yeah. He's the guy that I was oh, seeing. Yeah. A bunch Man, of that's, that's, I'm just wondering, I was just worried, like, we're going to talk all this, and then we publish our podcast, and they're like, Tiger Woods, not playing in the Masters. Yeah, as of right now, we don't know. <laughs> I mean, when you go on um, Masters.com. Like, he's still listed, yeah. He's still in the field, and then he's not present on the list of champions not in the field. So No, but I saw Eamon was on, uh, Eamon was on um, Golf Channel yesterday, and um he was talking about how when Tiger pulled out of 2014, 16, and 17 due to injuries, he did it the Friday before the tournament. So yeah, 
he's like, this really doesn't mean much, but this obviously means more because in those, I don't think in those years he was flying up to test his body. Like he knew he was done, Correct. but this year for him to be flying up there to test his body, um, let's go. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be quite a wait on Friday afternoon as I think the fields, I think this is a thing. I don't know if the masses are the same thing, but I know for regular stops on the PGA tour, the field is solidified at 5 PM in the afternoon. Yeah. So that's just going to be a long wait until 5 PM. I'm sure today's going to do a lot. Like if he feels, if he wakes up and feels like shit tomorrow morning, we should probably expect a Wednesday. Like I can't do it, but mm -hmm. boy, how is he going to feel tomorrow morning? Yeah. I don't know. And I'm sure we'll get like a bunch of, you know, tweets tonight. Like tiger feels good. Like yeah. I wait till tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird world. Oh, we are strange. It's strange. It's strange. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, um, Scotty Scheffler's the number one player in the world. It didn't take long. No, Jesus. it didn't take long. I remember when we went on the, uh, I, uh, the radio show at the end of last year, mm. And we were talking about like what the year of 2020 is going to do. And, uh, I called it the year of Scotty Scheffler. And I don't know if I've ever been more right of anything or like maybe not the year of Scotty Scheffler, but the last what 47 days of Scotty Scheffler, he's won three times in his last five starts. He's mm -hmm. made what $8 million. And now two months ago, he didn't have a win on the PGA tour. And now he has three and he's the best player in the world. Two months ago, I was laughing at you for taking him in the Phoenix Open, going, how many times are you going to keep riding this guy? And uh, as, as right as you were, as, as wrong as I was. <laughs> <laughs> that was not close. Watching and Scotty, he's got to be one of the more entertaining players in golf just because of his swing. You never know where the ball's going to go. He had a couple tee shots at the match play that I thought were out of bounds five fairways over and they're just in the middle yeah he had that one where like his back foot came out in front of his front foot and like yeah like the biggest amateur looking move and like like everyone's been talking about it since his win at the match play how he's done three different totally different wins you know with the phoenix opens a shootout bay hills goddamn just to try to survive that place and then to win a match play like he's won three totally different Styles and, and yeah, golf. The, go the golf courses are, themselves are totally different. Like the desert is just you know not really any wind, and it's just make as many birdies as you can. Arnold Palmer, the fairways are really tight. The rough is really freaking long, and it's a deep golf course. And then you get a little quirky little Pete Dye course in the middle of Texas that's undulating, and the elevation changes yeah. are crazy. His game travels everywhere. Yeah, it helped him that he's from Austin. He's played Austin Country Club. He's, yeah, he's played that place a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. But so that helped him. But still, you got to hit the shots when you got to hit the shots. And uh, I mean, he, he beat a number of big time players to get the, the championship. And twenty five years old, number one player in the world. Forty two days it took. Good God, he's twenty five. Yeah, I, I just I just turned twenty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing with your life? We don't live the same life. <laughs> Did you see the moment after he won too when his dad hugged him and said, I, I love you for who you are as a person, not your golf. You're yeah, a great yeah. man. I'm like, this is someone cut where are the onions? Put the onions there. <laughs> it's true. Oh God. What a uh, what a he's moment. such an easy guy to root for, too. He's gonna be our guy in the Ryder Cup for the next like 15 years. Mm -hmm. I love Scotty. He's yeah, when I when I played in that Arnold Palmer invitational with um with Kokrak, he was, he seemed a little frustrated that Scotty got the call at the uh, Ryder cup and he didn't. 
And uh, it looks like they made the right call. <laughs> I think they made the right call. <laughs> they made the right call. Yeah. And I mean, Scotty went through some guys to get the expect just Sunday. I mean, you go through DJ who granted, you know, not playing the best golf of his career, but it seems like his game is definitely trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then you play, we got to give credit to Kisner. Yeah. The dude just wins matches. That's all he does. He's a grinder, like the way it's he's insane. using the slopes there. Like he hit one shot on like I think the second hole where like he hit it behind the green and it, it hit like on this knob that it had to hit on, and then it rolled back down to like onto the green to like two feet. Like he was just very smart of the way he attacked that golf course. Yeah, it's insane. He just wins matches. And the golf course is just a perfect fit for him too. Just because the bombers can bomb it around that place, but kids can use the elevation change to his advantage and hit just like these no spin knucklers, like low off the tee that run forever. So the distance thing is kind of canceled out. He's a good iron player. And then, I mean, he's one of the best putters in the world. So when you can, yeah, and everyone's saying like he should be on the, he should be on all the Ryder Cup teams. But even he has said himself, there's, he's like, there's just courses I, that I can't show up to, like whistling straights, he couldn't play. No. Um, so like, you know, they, they should throw him on the president's cup team this year at, um, at a course that he's had some success at in, um, Wells Fargo, uh, which I'm call it quail hollow. Um, I'd like to see him there, but yeah, he's just a total, like just gangster out there in match play. I think he, this might be uh, wrong now just cause Scotty has won a bunch, but I know when the Ryder cup, uh, the ranking points just started for the Ryder cup. I think Kisner was like leading it. Really? I'm pretty sure. So well, yeah, because he had that showing at the players and then he players you know. he was runner up at the Sony, although I don't know if that counted, but um it's pretty crazy. Like he might earn him like his own way onto might. the Ryder Cup team, and then we just have to you Yeah. Know, US team qualification criteria. Kevin Kisner ranks number one. Then Scotty Scheffler, DJ. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this lineup, the, our Ryder Cup team as it stands right now. Kevin Kisner, Scotty Scheffler, DJ, Keegan Bradley, Harold Vaughn III, and Doug Gim. <laughs> Doug Gim. We'd get murdered. Oh, God. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, Keegan that's, Bradley. That's not good, but that's how it stands, man. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, shout out Kiz. He's doing his thing. He could just continues to do his thing. It's very impressive at that tournament. Yeah, the match play. I don't think I. We went through the bracket last week. I don't think I got like one pick right in my bracket. Yeah, we went through your bracket. You didn't get a pick right, and I lost every single bet. God, not that tournaments. It's that so hard. hard. It's too hard. You can't like the, you can't. It's impossible to pick. The, like I went into it last week, not wanting to pick a big name player just because they didn't want to burn them because they can lose their pool. Right. Like it's nothing. So that's why I went Brian Harmon all the way in, and the guy. Didn't do anything for him. I think he I think he lost all his matches, I'm pretty sure. I think he went 0 3. No, he tied one. Oh, he tied oh two and one. Love he tied that. the second round because I'm like, oh, maybe he's got a chance to win. And I like looked at it like, well, the other guys have done I'm like, oh, Friday's match is meaningless. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. It sucks. I had uh I think I picked four group winners. I had Max. Um, he ended up if he like beat DJ on Friday, they would have gone to a playoff, but I think he lost like one up or something. Mm-hmm. Which sucked. Um what was my other one? I had Alex Norin in the Corey Connors group, but he lost in that winner take all match, which sucked. The Paul Casey group. And then what was my last one? Um, Maddie. Oh no, not Maddie Fitz. Who the hell was my other one? I forget. I, but I had a couple groups come down to like the last guy. In fairness, we both had Scheffler coming out of that group. 
his group. True. Beating the Euros. Mm-hmm. And he had that, what, six old playoff with Maddie Fitz to get Maddie there? Maddie Fitz. That was a great playoff, too. Ah, uh, what a ride. What do you think of the match play? Did you, do you enjoy that? Do you think there could be changes to it? I love it. I love yeah. that tournament. Uh, a lot of people want to want to see the the just 64 just straight up and just single elimination the entire time. I kind of yeah, like, like the group play. I like it, but it's like it's just so hard to figure out who's who's where. Um, That's but, true. That's you know, true. it's like yeah. after after the second rounds, you're like you have to like go and do like your own math to figure out like who's coming out of what. And I don't like how it's hard to like pick guys to win because you know it's a crapshoot just to get out of your to get out of your thing. So it's it's a it's very hard betting um, betting event. I also I also think they if they're going to make anything if they're going to change the format or keep the format whatever the one thing they need to change is head to head results don't mean anything in a tiebreaker which yeah I think, that is weird which i think are stupid like scotty scheffler and maddie fitz were in the same group they both finished two and one for the week but scotty beat maddie right that should that automatic scotty should go because he beat him straight up i don't think that, that should go to a playoff at all that goes against like every other sport like every, every sport other world. thing first thing head to head who won all right you're through like no that's it doesn't the, matter that's the first tiebreaker that's the first tiebreaker in every other sport but for some reason this tournament doesn't want to use that which i think mm-hmm. is kind of weird but I don't know. Uh, one of the worst things about this tournament was that uh, long, uh, short par four was at the thirteenth hole, where guys are just banging drives into the into the uh, yeah auxiliary <laughs> the suites. Like, imagine sitting in that suite. You're like, all right, enough, please, just stopping drives in there. Like, like Pat- Patrick Reed almost murdered someone. His yeah, they just. just- Flew into the middle of a grandstand, like <laughs> one of the ones people that people aren't watching golf. Par yeah. five, yeah, and they're like, "What's that?" Like, "Oh, that's just a title that's coming in here at a fucking warp speed." <laughs> like, it was insane. Like, like, you can't do that. They were calling bank off the tee. They're like, "No, see the grandstand right behind the green. I'm just gonna nail that, and it'll stop yeah. somewhere near the green. And then we're fine." And they would, they would, yeah, they'd all get their drops. And like, it was just the most absurd like, thing. I, like, you should have to play it where it lies. If it goes up in that tunnel, they're like, oh, yeah, you get to drop it out. No, you got to play it out of the tunnel. If you're going to imagine if you had to play it out of the tunnel, you got to back it out. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't be hitting driver. It was like, it was absurd. Even like the announcer was like, all right, he's got driver. He's just going to, he's just going to pound this into the uh, suite behind the green and take his drop. It's like, that's not really golf. I know. And it's another thing that I love about match play because I'm going to pick on Bryson. He lost, uh, or no, did he tie with Richard Bland and then tie, or uh, and then beat Lee Westwood or lost to Lee Westwood or was yeah, he lost to Lee Westwood? That's why I love match play. Both those guys are almost in the ground. Yeah, competing with a guy that can hit a four hundred yards. Yeah, well, the guy has forty two protein shakes a day, and Richard Bland is like eating cheeseburgers at forty nine years old, and he and he oh, the dream with him all day. That is the dream, but that's why I also love match play because it's the best. The match play, one of the best like classic match play moment I saw this past week um, was ridiculous. It was in the Justin Rose Adam Scott match. They're on seventeen. Rose goes first and pumps his tee shot out of bounds left, and Scott puts his on the green. Scott has a one one shot one hole lead, and then Justin Rose has to drop like twenty yards in front of the tee because that's where his ball last crossed. And he knocks it in for a par. <laughs> Basically a hole in one for like Adam Scott was just like, eh, all right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> like he's like he's, he went on to win the match anyways, but like he was probably like, all right, I'm gonna win I'm gonna win uh two up. 
And uh, here's my glove to my bat. I'm sorry, what happened? It went in the hole. Oh, okay, all right, great. <laughs> all right, we're going 18 match, again. Match play is the best. It's a he, it's the he basically best. had a hole in one <laughs> for a par yeah. to force the 18th hole. It's great. Oh, I love match play. It's the best. It's so fun to play. Like that's why that's why I play a lot when we're out there playing. Like if we're amateurs, it's like it's just the best way to like you know not worry about stroke play you can just focus on the hole in front of you you can blow up on a hole it's just it's, yeah you it's can make best. you can make a 10 and it doesn't really matter you're like no. oh that's only one that's i'm down one now that's fine yeah it's better than being down six because you made a 10 and your buddy made a uh, four you know what i mean yeah it's great it's the best uh anything else i know the uh lpga's first major is this is this week the chevron championship uh, mm-hmm. Nelly Corder will not be there because of yeah. a blood clot in her arm, which oh. sucks. Um, I mean, she's probably, I know Jin, uh, Jin Young Ko is unbelievable, uh, but she's probably the biggest name in women's golf right now, at least stateside. Oh, yeah. And it sucks that she's not going to be there. Yeah. It takes away whenever the girls tee it up. I just bet on Nelly every time. Yeah. So the last time it's going to be at that course where they jump into the water. Yeah. Eight. The water tradition is gone. Uh, Mission Hills. Mission, yeah, the golf course. So that's going to be a couple a years weird. ago. I always think about this a couple of years ago. Someone in someone's group, like you know, they have like their moms and their sisters run out. Like I think one of their moms broke their leg jumping in there because it's not that deep. Oh right, <laughs> I just hit the ground. Like <laughs> yikes! Oh, that'd be terrible. Imagine breaking your leg like trying to swim. It's just yeah. dangling, and you're trying oh. to like get out of there just do why is mom limping out of that water hazard uh she broke her leg yeah that'd be the worst feeling of all time (laughs) (laughs) oh god uh what else do we have any other new stuff i don't think so i'm trying to think no i mean the masters is in um the thing when i count down to the masters i count down to monday because monday counts as a day yeah when that first when you first turn it on on monday and the live from starts playing and you're like wow and like we're here watching the guys from behind like rich learner like hitting like on the range you're like okay yeah we've arrived yeah and then we can start checking out the 10-day forecast in augusta yeah can you get thursday now let's see i think you can and there's always that time where it's like you it's like oh man the 10 days out you're like oh 60 chance of rain next thursday shoot crap Hopefully that doesn't come. Um, Georgia. It's only 59 there today. 70 daily, 10 days. That's the other thing about Augusta is it usually gets pretty nice in the afternoon, but those like Thursday, Friday rounds, everybody rocks like the, like the, the sweater game and everything. Yeah. I love that. The morning. Uh, Shit. We could be, we could be looking at players championship round two right here. Oh God. We've got, 84% 84% chance of uh, rain Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Jesus. I don't love that. How can they tell nine days in advance? When they don't know anything. It's fine. I'm not too worried about it. I'm worried about it, Riley. I'm just going to put it out of my head. and In my head, everything's going to be fine. 76 and sunny. Because it's the Masters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, news-wise, I think that's it. So shout out Scotty. Number one, that's insane that he's the number one player in the world now. And I think he's like, uh, I mean, he got hot. People are saying he's the hottest golfer of the time, but I would put him up there as number one. I, I, you know, he beat Rom in the in the Ryder Cup on the biggest stage. Um, he's been a number of top players. He's one. Yeah, it's not like he just came out of nowhere and just started winning a couple tournaments in a row. I mean, trust the guy that's been betting on Scotty Scheffler for the last <laughs> year 
He is in tournaments. Why is my keyboard not fucking working? But we'll get to it next week with the Masters. But like, I'm already looking ahead to see who's going to win the Masters. And it feels like every week for the past like month, there's been a guy that's won in the tournament. We're like, ooh, this guy could win Masters. This guy, like from Cam to uh, Sam Burns to Scotty Scheffler. Like, we're going into the Masters with just so many young guys and so many great golfers that could win that event which means I'm going to pick a guy that's going to miss the cut and I'm going to hate myself. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So he won the match play, won the Arnold Palmer T seven at the Genesis one in Phoenix top 20 at the farmer's insurance open runner up at the hero world challenge. I understand that's not an official event, but whatever uh, runner up in Houston fourth in my like that. It's not mm-hmm. like he came out of nowhere. He's been playing fantastic. And I think that that T seven at the Genesis is the most telling of them all. Right. Because he won the week before in Phoenix finally gets his first win. You would think, Oh, he's going to you know, relax and like be exhausted from that whole experience. And he goes out on Riviera and gets a seventh place finish. I mean, that like, tells listen, you- listen to these, listen to these, uh, finishes last season at huge events, T eight at the open T seven at the U S open third at the Memorial, eighth at the PGA, like top 20 at the Masters, mm-hmm. fifth at the concession WGC, seventh at the Waste Management. Like the dude is fucking sick. Like he didn't come out of nowhere to get the number no. one ranking in the world. Like he's just really good at golf. So yeah, he'll probably win the Masters. I don't know. He'll He's going on my card just because I, I feel irresponsible if I don't put him on at this point. Like he's just winning a lot. So I should. I can yeah. tell you half my card right now. It's going to be. Um, let's get into it. I got to. I got to do this goofy thing. So let's uh, get it. it it's going to be. Oh yeah. Hold on. Uh, Masters pick real quick. Uh, Rory always. Tiger if he plays <laughs> is obviously going to go on the card because it would have to. Um, JT, Scotty, and Cam. Yeah, I love Cam and and, and Will because last week I said I didn't want to bet on Willie Z in match play because he did I. His putter's terrible. Apparently, he changed everything about the way he puts short putts now. I wish I had that information. I just talked to Will uh, this afternoon about uh, for a different thing I was doing. And uh, he was telling me how he, last year he used the IBM technology before his rounds on Saturday and Sunday to watch. You can watch every player's shot. So he was looking to see where people shot, you know, certain holes. Yeah. yeah. He goes to me, he was, he was like, it was great because I had 240 tee times on Saturday and Sunday. So I could really like see where everyone's hitting shots. And I go, that is the biggest humble brag I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I had 240 tee times Saturday and Sunday at Augusta. That means you're playing really good. Yeah, well. yeah. At the huge events last year, like I just played in the afternoon so I could. Yeah. I could watch what other guys. <laughs> I was like, that was a great home brag. He's like, yeah, yeah actually, you're pretty right. <laughs> yeah, he definitely didn't mean it like that, but no. after it's like <laughs> very funny. Um, this is gonna be just the worst week of all time. I mean, shout out the Valero. It's the yeah. ultimate warm-up. Who gives a hell about the Valero Texas Open? Oh, your boy uh, Rory's playing, so you'll get but some stuff. exactly. At least I get to watch golf all week because I'm just gonna mm-hmm. watch my guy. Um, but this is the ultimate warm up because this is my thing. Uh, I think Phil Mickelson back in, uh, was it the first time Phil won a green jacket? I don't remember the year. Uh, he was the last guy to win the start, like his previous start and Augusta. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't happen a lot. No. Uh, like when, like the big guys, right. Jordan and Rory come this weekend and they're like, not like near the top they're like near the top but not winning like say they're like three or four back do you think they turn into oh i'm gonna try to go win this tournament or do you think they turn into i'm just gonna keep working 
Like if they're just trying to get draws down for Augusta, you yeah. think they just keep working on that. Cause who gives a fuck about the Valero Texas open or, or what if they're they like, try and win or what? Yeah. What if they're in the lead late and they're like, I'm just going to stub this chip so I don't win this event. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> well, I don't think they would do that, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's the warm up, bro. Like it's just, yeah. I'm going to hit draws. I want to work on this in my swing. So I'm just yeah. going to work this the entire time. I don't know. Like, there's a mentality change if you're like sniffing it come like sad, Saturday afternoon. You're like, oh man, I'm kind of like right here. Yeah, I feel like with I, I feel like those those guys like JT Roy are just too too bullheaded com- competitors. I think like, they would go win. Yeah. I I think they're like, man, I'm right here. I'm just gonna go win this bitch. Yeah, the more times, the more tournaments you can rent, win, the better. Obviously, so I don't know. Who knows? And all, all streaks are meant to be broken. So whatever. I just want this Valero Texas open to be over with. Yeah. I, if I could, if I could just fast forward to this whole tire tiger, tiger stuff, I'm so just like, I'm out of my body right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it right now. Uh, the golf course, TPC San Antonio par 72. It's kind of a big boy, actually. 7,438 yards. Uh, Jordan Spieth, Rory, biggest names, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fairways are kind of wide. This would be a golf course that me and you would want to play. Fairways are on the water side. I like that. And the rough is just not penalizing. Dowdy Golf oh, said I it's love the that. least penalizing rough on the PGA Tour. So you can kind of, if you're not in hazards or sand, you can mm-hmm. kind of just spray it all over the place, and it doesn't matter. Jordan Spieth was on different planets this yes. at this event last year, and he won. So it doesn't really matter where you're putting it. So uh, key stats, strokes, and approach, just because that's going to be what separates everybody. If, if rough isn't penalizing, off the tee doesn't really matter. Whoever puts the ball closest to the hole is going to make the most birdies. That's usually how it works. Uh, course fit, TPC Summerlin's number one. Monterey Peninsula is actually number two. Nine Bridges is number three. Trending, Roy McIlroy is number one. Hideki's number two. Corey Connors is number three. Uh, percent chance to win, same order. Rory, Hideki, Corey Connors. Betting mm-hmm. odds. I haven't seen Rory with this low of odds in a long time. Rory McIlroy, plus 750. Hideki Matsuyama, Jordan Spieth, and Corey Connors are at plus 1,500. Abe answer is at plus 2000 and then Chris Kirk, Tony Finau, Gary Woodland, Siwoo Kim and Maverick McNeely are at plus 3000 to win. Oh. Uh, recap of last week. I lost every bet. Yep. It's going to happen. This match play. The match play doesn't really do. Count. What are you going to do? All asterisks next to your heater there, because that's the match play is it's a, you can't, it's a stupid yeah. on, on the year. We're still up almost 40 units. So we'll yeah. take that. We just need a bounce. Strokes play, you're red hot. You can't, you can't take the numbers. It's really that. hard to bet on match play. Um, so who you got, dude? Who you, who you, uh, who you like? Um, I like Kramer Hickok. Kramer Hickok. Plus 424 for a top 20. Uh, I'll tell you why. I picked this guy last week because I had to pick someone in the, uh, in the uh, other event too. The, oh, one the, opposite, in, uh, the opposite field. Yeah, the opposite field of the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And uh, he snuck out a top 12 for me. Hey. Um, you know, top, he, got, he got a T12. Uh, he's a Texas kid. He used to be caddied for, for Jordan Spieth every now and then, back when Jordan Spieth was young and you know, coming onto the tour. Uh, he, let me see here. What else? So he's 13th last week, closed with 66. He was 33rd at the Valspar, 42 at the Players, fourth at the Houston Open in November. Hey, he's nice. a Texas kid. Played well in Houston, so therefore, I guess he will play well in San Antonio. Um, I like him for a top 20 at plus 425. I like his golf swing. I was there uh, down the stretch at the Travelers. Mm-hmm. He was the one that lost in a playoff to Harrison. That's right. In Connecticut yeah. last year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple guys. Obviously, like Jordan Spieth is going to be a very popular pick this week. Um, 
actually, maybe, I don't know. People just like to bet on Jordan. I like betting on Jordan Spieth because it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't been playing great. I think he, what, missed a cut the players, and then uh, he didn't make the Sweet 16, and he didn't really play that great. No, he hasn't been having a Jordan Spieth year like we all No, have. it wasn't the last year where he was in the top 10 every single event that he played in. He's been mm-hmm. kind of more a little bit up and down. Uh, Hideki is going to be a popular pick. Uh, he's coming back from a little bit of an injury, so who knows how his game is going to be, but he was playing okay before that. Uh, he's made a start here last year, uh, 30th. Corey Connors is going to be a very popular pick this week. His last three starts, third, 26th, 11th. His last three starts here, 14th win, um, top 30. He actually Monday qualified in 2019 and then won. Did he really? Isn't that crazy? Is he Monday qualified this week, the number one Monday qualifier? Aaron Badalay. Remember that guy? <laughs> I haven't heard that last name in years. <laughs> I, was, I saw it on Twitter. The PGA Tour had his interview. I was like, I'm out of Battle. I won this to that Monday morning, Monday morning thing, and I'm looking forward to playing. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that guy. Like, he was like supposed to be like a big player. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard that name in a Monday long time. Qualify. Wow. Uh, Abe Answer is going to be a popular pick. He's played well here. He's bettered his finish three straight years here. Um, I also think this is his home course. Hmm almost positive he plays off like out of this golf course okay so i would like for you to be positive if i'm take that take that what you know however you want to take it it could be a member of the country club down the street we don't know it's just true i have no idea don't take me on that but (laughs) maybe uh i am gonna bet on this though it worked with scotty so i'm just gonna keep going back until it happens uh mav is gonna be one of my outright oh yeah Mav he's 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 stepped into your he's gonna be my next guy Mm mm-hmm Every time him and Willie Z are my two guys now. Uh, and I'd like them all to meet Xander Shoffley too, please. Guys, you guys meet Xander, Xander. <laughs> yeah. Nah. yeah. Xander's <laughs> reverted back. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Mav is going to have a really good week. I don't think he's played here. Um, I think he had a great week last week when he was the last guy to get in or second last guy to get in and he boat raced. Uh, what's his name? Eight and six. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Neiman. He kicked a shot. Yeah. Neiman. Neiman. Uh, Eight and six. Yeah. And he earned two and a half points. And it just lost in, to Kevin Na in a playoff. Kevin Na hit like a 20-footer uh, on the first playoff hole and lost. I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, he didn't make it to the round 16, whatever. He's not playing good. He played fantastic sure. golf. It's just yeah. whatever. Uh, I think this course is going to fit him really well because he's one of the best putters on tour. He's not great driving accuracy-wise, but he's long as shit off the tee. So if he can just spray it all over the place and it really doesn't matter, he's a good ball striker. He can roll it. So Mav is going to be probably one of my first uh, outright picks. What about uh, Kevin Streelman? Shout out Kevin Streelman. Uh, he did a, actually a very funny tweet today. Did you see it? Yeah, about his plane taking a Southwest. Yeah, he posted a photo of like a Southwest gate. And he's like, if anybody wants to track me on my way to San Antonio today. He was in Group A, which is cool. I remember at Max a couple weeks ago after leaving the players, it was Group C on a Southwest jet. That's, yeah, that's, like last row on a Southwest plane. That's tough. <laughs> no, but Kevin Streelman, um, top 10s in his last two starts here. In his last four starts on tour, three of them are top 22s. His last start was the top 10. I like Kevin Stroman. He's got four top 15s there, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got good stuff in the past. Shout out to uh, Kevin Stroman. Who else you got? Uh, I mean, this is the Charlie Hoffman Open. He's been playing like shit. Uh, but, mm-hmm. I mean, this is Charlie Hoffman's tournament. Runner-up, yeah. back-to-back years. He won it, I think, five years ago, six years ago. Cooch plays well here. He's coming off. Uh, did he... Was he in the match play last week? Cooch was, yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 12th here last year, 7th 
uh, in 20, what does that make it? 19 because they didn't have this tournament in 2020. Cooch is in such a weird time of his career. Like everyone knows who he is, but like now he's just like going to every tournament he can get go to just to like rack and money. Correct. Like I don't think he's gonna win. <laughs> but he could like top 20 or if your book has top 30s like he might be a yeah sense. and he's like the guy that like the broadcast book and earlier today matt kuchar knocked us in for 40 yards and you hear everyone in the crowd go gooch like, all right and they got our matt kuchar highlight out of the way let's go back to watching the leaders yeah yeah we all know kooch is there now let's go back to <laughs> oh god um do you like chris that- kirk at all Chris Kirk, yeah, he's going to be a popular one. It's a t- it's always a tough week when Chris Kirk is one of the betting favorites. But, but yeah, but he, his last finishes, he was at T seven at the Honda, uh, top five at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, he's got three top tens here and a T thirteen here. So I mean, Honda API would be T to put top tens for both those events. It's, it's pretty baller. Yeah, there's a reason. Usually that guy's name wouldn't sniff the top of the betting chart, but there's a reason why he's up there. It's because he has good course history and he's playing good golf. I think Chris Kirk is going to be my one and done guy. I like that. Uh, Bryson is here this week. I told, myself, really? I told myself I would never bet on Bryson. Mm. Um, I do think he's trying to get into form for the Masters. Obviously, that kind of sounds stupid, but you know, try to get the game back. This is a place where if accuracy doesn't matter and you can just hit the ball as far as humanly possible, kind of makes sense for Bryson, right? Mm. Uh, I won't bet on him, but he's probably a good bet for a top 20. I think he's even plus like 140 for a top 20, which is great odds for him, especially in a weak field. Yeah. So if you guys don't have any problems with Bryson, that's probably a good one. Uh, what else? There was one more name that I wanted to get to. Oh, I will bet. I'll bet on Rory. Yeah. <laughs> course <laughs> obviously uh, i bet you rory doesn't finish in the top 10 this week yeah it's probably true but mm. it's my guy so i, I you know yeah, i gotta no. be i gotta be there for him oh god there was one more name uh i already said a answer who you got i don't know i'm looking at it now shout out mito Pereira. he's playing good mito um oh oh i know god, who it was you got I knew who it was. Ricky Fowler. Oh! (laughs) Do I think he's going to win? No, I don't think he's going to win. But he needs a win to get into the Masters. He has back-to-back top 20s here. He's made four straight cuts. This is a weaker field. He's going to be very... I was watching... Because he's in it. Yeah, correct. I was watching highlights of the Masters on their YouTube channel going back like 10 years. Ricky Fowler was in the top five every freaking year at the Masters. Mm-hmm. Every year. What is it with that? It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, oh, Ricky, uh, Ricky Fowler, he's plus 260 for a top 20 in this weak-ass field. Back-to-back top 20s here. I'm going to do it just so I can get hurt. But yeah, I have no confidence in Ricky Fowler. How no, tough me neither. How tough of a scene was it last week during the match play? They kept showing... Um, uh, what, what what club does he use? Because he used a King Cobra, or the, Puma? they kept Puma. Yeah, they kept showing Puma commercials. With oh Ricky no, Fowler. Cobra, Cobra is Cobra close. Is close. Yeah, they kept showing commercials. With Ricky Fowler, do you want to beat the field? Use this driver. And he'd be hitting driver. Like he's not even in this. No, event. He's not even in this field. His last four <laughs> finishes: fifty second, forty second, fifty fifth, sixty eighth. He can't. Yeah, like, field let me go get that driver from that guy that's not playing in this tournament. My dad tested new clubs the other day. He got himself Ooh. fit for new irons. Uh, he tested Cobra clubs like outside at the range. Head snapped off the test club. Damn. Snapped the head off of it. So shout out Cobra. Jesus. Pieces of junk. 
I got new clubs. I know you got to go in a minute. I got new clubs. I just, I sold my Mizuno MP20s last night. I put them up on eBay, literally sold, I think in an hour and a half. Love to see that. And then, um, I went back to the clubs that I turned pro with, uh, Nike vapor pro. What a, what a a statement that is. I went back to the clubs I turned pro at. That's the clubs that I played my best golf uh, of my career. Uh, Nike, Nike vapor pro irons. I think they were the last irons that Nike released. Um, so I'm going back to those. They were sick. They got all the, uh, the paint like stripped off of them. So that's not like that Nike, like neon bolt color. It's just with the Nike on the back. They're fucking. So I'm going to have that for our trip. Yeah, that's right. We're going to New Orleans in a couple weeks. Yep. Hold on before you go, I'm going to show you or before we get out of here, I'm going to have you live react to these bitches because they're sick. Uh, I should have them next week. The only thing is, it's a little bit of a bummer is that they didn't, um, they were, I think they were like a custom project and they were never finished. So I got to put grips on them, but like, look how beautiful these things are, dude. Can you see that? Oh man. Aren't those sick? sick? Damn. Yeah. So those are going to be the clubs and they're Nike. Dude, they've never been used before. They're, they're brand new. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, it's crazy. So sexy. Got Nike back in the bag. Nice. I'm excited about it. And for uh I gotta go, I gotta do this weird thing. But uh if you're still listening, we'll be doing a podcast later where I break down my 82 yes uh from Saturday. We're gonna yeah, do a two hour shot by shot breakdown. I shot 82 on Saturday. I got a text after the round said I shot 39 43. I am a new person, not a player. <laughs> I, he said person person very excited about that I had, I had a double bogey on 18 like my friends were all one of my friends didn't see that i put it in the drink on my approach on 18 this is part five and we got up to the box up to the green he's like just get up and down annie just get up and down i go i'm like oh so he knows what's going on here he thought i had to get a birdie i was in birdie roll for a 79 but i was ah uh, damn but i took everyone's money won three matches uh shot 18 my, my handicap went from a 15 to a 12.9 jesus yeah. <laughs> Damn. That's a big jump for one round. Holy hell. Yeah. I didn't have a birdie on the day. I went 39 43 without a birdie on the day. Just it's, my putter is red hot. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we'll have a bunch of time to talk about that because it's the Masters. So <laughs> yeah. anybody listening, prepare for probably a two hour show. If I, yeah, understand. baby, it's going to be long. So we're six, we're seven days away from talking about the Masters. I'm very excited. I'm starting to feel things a little bit in the nether regions. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. So thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy the Valero. Go Rory. Go Tiger. Go Tiger. Shout out Tiger. Hopefully his round goes good today. I'll text him after. Uh, Enjoy the golf this weekend, and we will talk to you on Tuesday about the Masters. See ya.